Alex Philadelphia. It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got a hit. Yes! Sally Stable, 132.67, has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. Beauty! On the ice for the Gimlet. The Gimlet Welcome everybody once again to Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast as we get so, so close to the 2018 Winter Games in Pyeongchang, Korea. Today we have another athlete interview for you today. Very excited to speak to Kalani Crane. Now Kalani is a figure skater about to compete in her very first Olympics. Now of course people would remember we spoke to her teammate Brennan Kerry last year about the sport of figure skating and it's now time to hear from Kalani who is uh, coming into this with uh, some good form. She actually was the very first Australian athlete to be confirmed for the game. So she's had a bit of a wait to uh, get on the plane and get to Korea. Uh, she won the 2017 CS Nebelhorn Trophy which helped her qualify for the games. Uh, is a multiple Australian champion and uh, one of the greatest uh, figure skaters who ever come from our country. So there's a lot of high hopes heading uh, heading into the games for her. And she speaks to us about how she's feeling, uh, how she thinks she's going to go, her training regime, uh, just the excitement levels of her going to the Olympics as it's obviously been a lifelong dream for her. And uh, the fun story, I guess, of how she got involved in the sport in itself uh, and uh, how that sort of has translated into a, a very big passion of hers and how much she loves the sport. We talk about uh, the little green room bit, which uh, we, we have learned is today. It's called the Kiss and Cry Room. Uh, there's dogs involved in this interview. There's some fun stories about food um, and potentially talking up uh, me being an Olympic teammate of hers uh, in four years' time in Beijing. So uh, it's a fun chat here with Australian 2018 Olympian Kalani Crane, and you're about to hear that right now. <laughs> It's a pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to Off the Podium today as uh, we are now less than four weeks away from the 2018 Pyeongchang Winter Games. She's going to be competing in the sport of figure skating. She's a multiple national champion. She's one of the best figure skaters to ever come from our country and she's about to enter her very first Olympics in very good form. I do, of course, speak of Kalani Crane and she's on the line with me today. Kalani, welcome to Off the Podium today. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a it's a pleasure because uh, particularly given that we are so close to the games now, so close, I'm sure, that this is all your mind is focused on right now. You're only, no doubt, weeks away from, I guess, getting on a plane, heading to Korea. How are you feeling right now, Kalani? How are the nerves? How's everything going right now as you head to your very first Olympic Games? Oh, I'm so excited. I feel like I could go right now. <laughs> I really just want to, I could get on a plane tomorrow and go to Korea and start. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it so much. I think it's just, 
uh, it hasn't really sunk in yet. I think it's going to sink in when I get to Korea. So I'm hoping that there's not too many cameras around because I feel like I'm just going to burst into tears and embarrass <laughs> myself completely. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's when all my emotions will come out, and especially going into the opening ceremony. I'm really looking forward to it. Now, you you were the first Australian, I believe, to actually be confirmed for the game. So for you, it's kind of been a, a bit of a long wait, I guess, uh, given that all these other athletes are kind of confirming their spots right now in the lead-up to the Olympics. So, I mean, does that kind of add a bit of extra stuff there for yourself that you've kind of had to wait a little bit longer than some of the other Aussie athletes that are about to compete? Yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of just don't even, haven't processed it completely yet. I mean, it was just, I can't believe that I've completed my goal that I set out for myself years and years ago. Um, But to be the first announced was awesome because we got to try on our opening ceremony uniforms and everything so that was really fun um to do in sydney so definitely um it's just great to be announced and as soon as a lot of over the international figure skating teams only just got announced last week so especially for me being a figure skater and was already selected so early i really could just knuckle down and train mm-hmm. and you, you're currently in the the u.s you're in los angeles which is where you're based and i mean is that when when is the the trip to korea do you kind of have that all locked in is that something that kind of you just have to keep training and work towards and and kind of your scheduling in the preparation for the games well actually i have another competition to do before korea so i leave for that saturday wow um i know and it's kind of i have to focus on that competition but i'm just so excited about korea so i have to actually kind of stop thinking about Korea and just get think uh, get through one thing at a time. But <laughs> I mean, I can't stop thinking about it. Every single day I wake up, I'm like, yes, one day closer. <laughs> um, but I haven't even thought really about the competition coming up. I mean, I just really want to go to the games. <laughs> yeah, just just get that small little one out of the way, you know, the preparation and just, you know, worry about sort of that small little uh, Olympic event that's happening in a few weeks. But it's, it's, I mean, your program, I believe, is it the last of the the figure skating scheduling, as in the the ladies is kind of the last one. So you in itself will be there, have the opening ceremony, have all that experience, but I guess you've then got to kind of wait basically right to the end. So, I mean, is that is that better for yourself as a competitor? Do you thrive on sort of things like that? Or would you rather that kind of yours is a lot sooner than, uh, than it actually is on the schedule? I mean, like, obviously I'd rather um, compete earlier so I could enjoy my time a little bit more freely in the Olympic Village, but... <laughs> I'm not going to complain. I mean, I'm going to the Olympics. There's nothing to complain about. I'm already going to have an amazing time and enjoy everything and soak up all the atmosphere. And I'll definitely try and get to as many events to watch as possible. So really, it's not going to change that much. I mean, I'm just so grateful to be going to the Olympics. So I'm definitely not even going to complain about the scheduling because at the end of the day, I could not be going. (laughs) So... um, Definitely, I have no complaints. I'm just happy to be going to represent Australia at the Olympic Games. I personally love the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics just because I love the the sports that are held at the Winter Games, you know, unique sports that as Australians we obviously don't really get to see a whole lot of. And, I mean, figure skating is always one that I I am incredibly fascinated about. I mean, I'm a person, Kalani, that can't even skate, let alone sort of lift a skate up on one (laughs) leg, let alone jump, let alone spin, do these amazing things (laughs) that you do. And I love the story of of how 
how you got involved in the sport that basically it was what a hot day in Newcastle you decided to go skating as a little girl and kind of the rest is history so it's weird that you sort of have to owe the the hot weather in Australia for your uh you know Olympic career now in a very cold sport yeah I mean it was it's really crazy I actually did begin because I started quite late in the sport as well compared to the other figure skaters that I compete against so I mean uh, I just you know thankfully Australia is very hot so I just decided to go skating one day and it was the best decision I ever made I can tell you that now but um, it, I really just took one thing at a time. It wasn't even uh, something like I went into the sport knowing that I wanted to go to the Olympics. It was I was just having the time of my life, just doing what I was doing when I was little. I really enjoyed skating, um, especially I, I didn't even want days off on things like <laughs> Easter, on Christmas. I wanted to go into the rink all the time. And I think that's why I have been a, more successful because no one really had to push me to do anything because I really... I really just enjoyed it so much and I still do. I absolutely love what I do every day and I'm so grateful just to be able to skate, let alone go to the Olympics for skating. So to me, it's not a job. It's definitely fun. And for someone like myself, who, as I said, has no ability in the sport itself, but I mean, the training schedules when it comes to it, I mean, I can imagine that, uh, you know, what what is the main parts that you're generally working on? Is it, is it the jumps? Is it the spins? And you're kind of always working with your coaches to come up with sort of new elements for, for your routines, because I can imagine just the competitive nature of the sport and everybody trying to one-up the other athlete by performing these, you know, amazing moves that you guys do. It just, it must always be go, go, go on that training schedule to try and ensure that you are are at that peak performance ready for a competition like the Olympics? Yeah, it's really, I mean, the, the hardest thing about figure skating, I would say, is the jumps. And then you have to get the jumps, then put them into a routine where it's um, stamina-wise, it's very strenuous, especially in the free program. So it's hard to, especially this year for me, it was hard to actually work on my elements and still run my routines because I competed so much this season and it paid off because that's how I did get named to the team so fast. Um, but definitely it's it, that's the hard thing about skating is that you've got to keep up doing these routines but somehow get harder elements into that routine. So you have to work on everything basically. <laughs> um, but I actually did put harder elements into my program that I didn't think that I would be for the Olympics and I think it's that it's been really um, going really well and hopefully I can just put out a brilliant performance at the Olympics. Because obviously outside of the coaching you've got to work with the choreographer, you've got to work with things like music and kind of come up with your routines. I mean yeah. I, can, I can imagine that's the fun part of it though is, is that selecting the music. We had uh, we spoke to Brendan Kerry last year about this and I remember just sort of yeah. talking about as somebody that loves music that I can imagine is just the fun part like what song am I going to choose today and how's this going to work with what we've been training on? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I love that uh, end of the season when you're thinking about what you're going to do next season, and <laughs> um, just you. Yeah, I actually listen to music, and if I can't stop listening to it, that's when I know I've picked a good one. And if I actually imagine what kind of the routine's going to look like, and then I start. I'm a girl, so I start imagining things like dresses <laughs> and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to design it. And it's so fun, and especially when you're getting choreography done, um, that is really really fun because I actually genuinely love skating. 
So um, just any time on the ice and, you know, being able to put your own personality through your routines is definitely key and it's so fun. And it is, yeah, I mean, it's one of those unique sports, I guess, you're mentioning even just with sort of the, the outfits and things like that where you do, I guess, have that control, isn't it? Because, I mean, if you were in any other form of sport, you've obviously got a designated uniform that you're going to be wearing. So yeah. that's where, I guess, kind of, you know, figure skating really has that extra level for, uh, you know, creativity, I guess, when it comes to the big stage like this. Definitely. I think that, I mean, it's very stressful because <laughs> I am trying to pick all these colors and everything. I know it's first world problems, but <laughs> it, it is definitely, I mean, I've only just designed a new free program dress for the Olympics. So um, I, I wanted to do a different one just so it can be a little bit more special. And my dressmaker, I feel so sorry for that woman. I mean, <laughs> I give her way too many emails and they are like, books that of all this information that I give her with all these different photos that she somehow has to put together and I feel so sorry for her she puts up with me very well and on top of all that I give her a few days to do it because I'm kind of unorganized and I'm like oh wait that's right I need a dress and I go beg my dressmaker to make me one and she always gets it done on time. I don't know how. She's a superwoman. Well, at the end of the day, I guess her dress is going to be seen by, you know, billions around the world when you are at the Olympics. So, I mean, you know, there's a payoff slightly there to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth dealing with me over. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, how, how are you feeling, Kalani, going into these games? I mean, we know, obviously, you've got a competition that you just said, but, I mean, you, you did qualify for the games uh, taking out, uh, and I'm going to probably butcher the pronunciation, is it the Nebelhorn Trophy? Am I saying that correctly? Um, yeah, that's correct. Good. All right. I'm glad uh but obviously you took that out qualified for the games but psychologically you know uh, are you prepared do you, do you feel as though that you can uh, sort of push for a, a certain result are you aiming for a certain result or is it just kind of do your best and see where that ends up with I really just want to do my best because I don't like to base things on results because then that matters on how other people do and I don't want to focus on other people I like to focus just on myself and what I can do and I definitely think the way that I've been training I've got um, I feel great going into it uh, and also it's helped that I have competed in that arena a year ago so uh, definitely I feel great and you know this is just living the dream and I'm so excited like I said I could leave tomorrow I, I just I'm ready and I feel great. I'm so excited and I will probably cry every single day there, but <laughs> with just joy. <laughs> um, definitely, I'm, I, the only word that I could say is just so excited. Uh, uh, look, I would be crying every day too, as I keep saying to everybody we have on this show, Kalani, is that, you know, someone no athletic ability, my only way is through Olympics and getting to the Olympics is speaking to Olympians. So, um, you know, my, my long-standing dream is to represent Australia in curling because I believe that's the only sport I might have a chance of actually doing one day so um you know, I'm gonna you to word on that. yeah no i, I, I hope so you at that next Olympics yeah i'll be too. <laughs> i'll be walking side by side with you in beijing in that opening ceremony so um well, yeah i mean it's actually really funny because uh, like i said a lot of the international countries only have just selected their team and it was only the u.s because i'm in the u.s at the moment it was u.s nationals the other, I think it was last week or the week before, and they, we were watching it on TV and they had all these Olympic ads on and um, my mum burst into tears about every 10 minutes when there was ad breaks and she was just like, she started sobbing and was just like, 
but you get to go. You get to go. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, I'll let you cry. You can deserve it. You worked hard too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Mum. The one thing I, I, I remember speaking to Brendan about this too, the one thing I, I have a weird like about your sport is I just love that moment when you finish and, you know, the whole thank you, thank you, thank you, and then you sit down in, what, the green room or the little bench thing where it's kind of focused on you. You've got the yeah, flowers. Yeah. You've got the, the mascots, and you're just kind of doing this awkward, like, waving at the camera, and you're probably like, just fucking give me the results. I don't give a shit. I'm just like, what did I do? Uh, I mean, is that is that awkward? Is that fun? I mean, I guess you've just competed, so there's adrenaline going, but overall, that, that whole moment just seems a mix of awkwardness and fun. I don't know how to describe it watching it. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's it's different. If you skate well, then you know you can sit there for hours waving at the camera. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but if you if you don't do so well, you're kind of like, oh god, get me out of here. I just want to go have a cry. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, if you skate well, then you know, especially with interviews and everything, I, I will talk everyone's ear off because I'll be so excited and I don't know how much time I'm taking up because. I could talk forever when I when I do well. And then actually, even if I do bad, I criticize myself a lot to the point where it's just like, okay, we know I, they have to, my coach is like, you don't have to say all those bad things about what you did. Just, you know, it can get better. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm just so hard on myself though. But I mean, I love Kiss and Cry, but sometimes it's either, it definitely is Kiss or Cry. Um, definitely high emotions or low emotions. <laughs> do, do you ever have sort of like your friends or your family saying like, oh, give me a subtle signal, just like, I don't know, touch your nose or something so I know that like that's a signal to me when, you know, we're watching you on the screen or, or is that something that we could maybe do here today for you, Kalani, and say like, hey, just like tap your shoulder and be like, hey, that's for my friends over and off the podium podcast that I, I skated for them. That's why I won the gold medal today. <laughs> I, I don't really have that many things that I do. I kind of, if I skate well, especially the scores usually don't take as long to come up. Um, but on the TV, they do uh, go back and replay your skate. So sometimes you don't really get that much time to say anything to anyone. But I like I like saying hello to mum and dad and everyone like that. Um, but usually I'm either talking about to my coach about, yeah, that was awesome, that was good, or no, that was wrong, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there's really no in between, but um, I try to say hello to people if I if I if I can. <laughs> just just remember, hello Ben, hello off the podium. Like we'll we'll take that for you. You know, uh, months time Definitely. when you when you're competing. Uh, I've got a, a fun little questionnaire <laughs> here which I want to sort of close it out with because it's sort of based on. Uh, I'll explain that to you in just a second. But the one thing I wanted to quickly ask. I mean, we just on another podcast we do. It's a sort of a TV and film one. Uh, we just reviewed I Tonya, and obviously you know the sport is kind of I guess in that spotlight with kind of the movie that's kind of going out there doing well i mean is that something that you find gets a lot more attention now that a movie like that's out do you get more people asking certain questions about the sport because i know it's obviously a different time it's based on a, a certain story uh you know 20 or so years ago but uh, i mean have you seen the movie is that kind of adding an extra element to the sport right now yeah yeah i did watch the movie uh, I, I loved it i mean i love margot robbie she's she's australian so i love that mm -hmm. uh, it's so awesome and she's amazing in anything that she's in. So I think that she really made it something, um, especially it, the rest of the cast really brought it to life as well. And it's so funny because um, actually like my coaches were there when it, when that whole drama happened. So um, it's nice to actually, obviously I wasn't around in that time. So <laughs> it's nice to hear their opinions 
and then watch the movie. Um, but I love the movie. I think that it's bringing even more kind of spotlights to figure skating, which is awesome. That's what I always try and get more people to love figure skating. I mean, that's the whole goal is to try and get more people in the sport. But, yeah, I absolutely loved the movie. It was great. And I, I would have I, – actually, we have one of our events coming up in Australia, but since I'm going to another competition on the weekend, I won't be able to attend. And it was like a screening of I, Tonya, and I really wanted to go, but I can't. I have to compete. So, mm. But that's okay. I, I've already seen the movie anyway, and I loved it. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a, it's a great movie. Now, we're going to close this out, uh, Kalani. Now, basically, one of our co-hosts on the show is Canadian, and on the uh, Canadian Olympic website, they do this questionnaire with their athletes. It's called My Name Is, and they basically just have to write down answers. So this is a bit of a fun way to kind of, you know... Do a few interesting questions here. Get a little bit more, you know, known about you here as we lead up to the games. And obviously, when you are standing on that podium with the gold medal, uh, you can thank these uh, questions for for sort of really psyching you into that moment uh, during the games. Uh, So, what is your favourite Olympic moment? Now, this is something that you've watched perhaps growing up, or that kind of, you know, you you remember. I mean, do you do you have one? I guess that you that you want to share with us today. Uh, definitely figure skating wise, I think that uh, Evan Lysacek's gold medal was awesome because I trained with him uh, leading up to the 2010 Vancouver Games. So I saw how hard he worked and he won the gold, which probably no one thought that he would have because um, Evgeny Plashenko was competing as well and he was supposed to win gold. But uh, Evan worked so hard for that, and actually, he is one of the reasons of how I train these days. Because since I saw that at such a young age of how many times he ran his routine, that kind of put like set up actually my mindset till this day. Um, but aside from him, there's one more uh, Mao Asada's free program at the 2014 Olympic Games because she got silver in Vancouver, but. Um, everyone could, it was basically a very competitive between her and Yuna Kim, the Korean. Mm-hmm. And then she went to uh, 2014 and she did not have a very good short program. So she did not skate so well. She was, uh, I think she was like 15th or something after the short program. So out of medal contention. Um, but she absolutely went into the free program, threw it down, did a flawless skate and then she just burst into tears and I burst into tears and everyone around me burst into tears as well. (laughs) So, I mean, it was amazing for her to be able to put out a skate like that. Very, and those are my answers. I'm very, sorry, that was long. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We expect a very emotional sport, uh, clearly, figure skating. We love it. Um, <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, this is interesting. Probably um, live forever, so then I could skate forever. Good answer. <laughs> I like that. There you go. You could be like the first, I don't know, 20-time Olympian or something like that. Oh, so. yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. Uh, now, this one here, this one, I can't really ask you this. So, on this questionnaire, they've got draw a picture of you and one of your teammates. Now, I know you're you're extremely social uh, media active. Your, your Instagram and Twitter are very, very popular. I feel like if you've got the time, I mean, no, you're obviously busy. You've got an Olympics to prepare for here, Kalani. But uh, <laughs> by all means, if you feel the need to just draw a picture of yourself and Brendan or, you know, something like that, by uh, there's the option here for you to do that. So that's an optional question I'll put to you on. Uh... <laughs> okay, yeah, no, no, that's okay. I'll do that. Good, I, I, I like it. Uh, what is your least favourite food? Oh, I hate tomato. Ah, yes, I'm with you there. Absolutely. Do you... I will not eat it. I cannot. I hate the smell of it. I hate, <laughs> but I love tomato sauce. Yep. And I love tomato soup. So 
it, I'm a really <laughs> odd child, and I hate it because I love Italian food, and I can't eat bruschetta or anything like that. Uh... And it, 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 no one understands. No one feels my pain. I, no, I do. I do. And I think the question I have to ask you, being in America for so long, I find whenever I go to America and say, like, there's a burger and I don't want tomato on it, uh, I say, can I have that with no tomato? And they look at me funny. I'm like, oh, sorry, can I have no tomato on that? Because they don't know how we pronounce the damn word. Do you struggle with that when you kind of are there in America with the pronunciation of the word? Um, Not really so much that, but, like, things like, uh, like in Australia we say tomato sauce mm-hmm. and in um, America, it's ketchup. Yeah. So I go back to Australia, and I and I'm just because I'm so used to asking for ketchup, that <laughs> then I say ketchup, and they just look at me like that's not Australian. I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just used to it. <laughs> just, just like you know, look, I'm an I'm an Olympian. All right, I can say what I want. Um, <laughs> uh, what if you weren't an athlete? What would you be? You know, I couldn't imagine not being an athlete, and specifically, I couldn't imagine not being a figure skater. But, um, uh, I have no idea. I oh, actually, you know what? I'd probably like to do something around either helping people, mm-hmm. um, in any way. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, but no. Do you know? Actually, I've got one. I want to help dogs because. <laughs> Um, I burst into tears the other day. I have a, tor- a story to tell. I was at the ice rink and there was a stray dog in between my sessions. I was outside and it was it had, it was so skinny. It obviously hadn't eaten in a long time and the fur was gone off it. So I ran back inside and I got my food that I packed for the day and I gave it to the dog. And then I had to go back inside to put my skates on for my session. And my coach asked me, um, you know, how I was doing and everything, and I just burst into tears mm. before I got on the ice. And he's like, he was laughing at me. He was like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I, I was just like, but the dog, the dog. <laughs> and, and I was so distracted. And uh, oh, like, I was, and then I got back home to my mum, and she's like, why didn't you take it home with you? And I was like, I didn't know I was allowed to do that. <laughs> Wow. Okay, dogs. Dog. I like that. That works. Just, just avoid seeing any dogs before you go out to compete for the Olympics. Just, just some advice. Oh, well, at US National Championships, they had dogs in the like after you leave the kiss and cry. They had little puppies. Oh. And I think you should invest in puppies at every event. There you go. Okay. Just don't make make sure they don't throw them on the ice though, like they do with the flowers, because that would be a bit awkward. But they can um, slide them. Slide them on the, them on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> puppies on on skates. There you go. That wins that the Olympics. So. Yes, <laughs> I would watch that. Um, what is your favourite yeah, vacation spot? Uh, I, I don't really. I, I will know this after the Olympics because <laughs> I will probably go on a vacation after, and I don't go on vacations. But um, I went on a to a competition in Spain one time, and then after Spain, uh, after the competition, we took a few days in Barcelona, and that was absolutely magical. I loved it. It was. Definitely, oh, it was. It's just amazing. But after the Olympics, I want to go to places like Bora Bora and things like that, where, where they have no ice rinks because it's unfair that international competitions can't be held at those places because there's no ice rinks. But it's okay. I will visit it when I eventually get my vacation. Beautiful, beautiful, good answer. Final one here for you today, Kalani. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, food. 
Is there a specific um, <laughs> food that I dare ask an Olympic athlete oh, what they I like? Don't really, I don't really discriminate. I mean, literally <laughs> everything. I I love pizza. I love Mexican food. I love burgers. I love milkshakes. I, it's completely the opposite of what a figure skater is supposed to like, I know. But I, I just love food. It's a definite passion of mine. And, you know, actually, when you ask what if I wasn't an athlete, I should be a food critic. I hey. think I'd be very good at it, as long as they don't feed me tomatoes. Yeah, well, look, you could be a food critic who has dogs traveling with her, uh, and that would set social media alight, I feel. That would work very well. Yeah, and the dogs could also have food as well. Yes. We, we, everyone everyone e- wins. Everyone wins. That is the story uh, that you would have. Uh, <laughs> Kalani, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show today. We're really, really looking forward to seeing you compete during the Games and seeing how you go. All of Australia will definitely be behind you and uh, we'll definitely get you back on the show post-vacation. We'll let you have a vacation uh, after the Games to see how you went and kind of talk to you about the experience. But uh, big pleasure having you here on, uh, off the podium today. Thank you so much. It's been fun. And a big thank you to Kalani there. Great chat. And, again, we're very much looking forward to seeing how she will compete uh, a few weeks away now from the Games. Uh, if you missed our other interview that we've put up recently, this is with uh, Andy Jung, speed skater as well. And I uh, do believe that Colin may have an interview or two lined up with some Canadians heading into the game as well. So stay tuned to our social media. But we will be doing a full preview of the Games in the coming weeks Jared, myself, Colin, all sitting down to talk about it. And, of course, daily recaps of the game, similar to what we did during Rio. If you do remember when we were born as a podcast, we will be continuing on here throughout Pyeongchang. And uh, as I keep saying throughout all these interviews, you've heard me repeat myself a thousand times, I enjoy the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics, so I'm very much looking forward to putting that to uh, to podcasting and talking up what will be a great games, no doubt. Very much looking forward to it and very much looking forward to you listening to us throughout the games. Follow us on Facebook. We are there off the podium. We'll be tweeting during the games. Hashtag off the podium. You can find our personal accounts through Twitter. We don't have a show Twitter, but we will, of course, have our personal ones there. You can follow us along. And uh, best way to listen to these, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, while you're there, please do leave us some feedback. We'd appreciate to hear what you think of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Stitcher as well for Android users, non-Apple users. They're uh, best way to listen to those episodes. Thanks again to Kalani. Thanks again to everybody who's listened in as we get closer and closer to the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Games. My name is Ben. Thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. Good night. Oh,